kind of a casual start to the podcast. Um, or perhaps well, a more formal. I, I didn't care for that. I want to apologize to the listeners um, from last week. Oh, uh, okay. I just recently learned what a gain is on a mic, and uh, I was coming uh, coming pretty hot, pretty loud. So hopefully I've adjusted. You're adjusting it now after 140 episodes, realizing this? Well, you can um, just, like, dial back the snark. Um, it's just funny because, you know, since day one, I've been getting flack for, oh, Josh is too quiet, blah, blah, blah. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, Am I too quiet, or is Pete just screaming the whole time? And his mom only sends an email complaining about me being too quiet because she's used to having a child that just screams at the top of his lungs all the time. Okay, so I'm just so, interested. I'm, I'm I'm interested that this is finally coming up, and I you know I feel a little vindicated. I mean, we can do a Twitter. I mean, we can yeah, mainly because I won't see it. You can tell yeah. me you've done one and tell me the results, and I'll just take your word for it. Yeah, um, I have so. the truth on my side, so <laughs> don't really. <laughs> the mean. truth is, he refused to buy a mic. <laughs> I bought a mic. Well, so you record from your phone, um, which do. would require you to buy like what some plug-in for an iPhone. Well, I could try recording from my computer again. I have a mic. Is I mean, I did not get like a super cheap mic or anything i had a decent mic or so i thought and then we used to record using audacity and to be fair i don't have like a top of the line computer or whatever but recording on audacity with that mic would introduce like clicking and other like weird noise into it and so my side always sounded like crap anyway even though i had you know a mic um and but i don't know if that is maybe audacity because anchor hate that we keep bringing them up <laughs> lets you record from your computer so we could try again recording from the computer like anchor this. is the easiest way to make a podcast Please. <laughs> we can literally be paid for this all we would have to do is click that stupid button and record an ad for these <laughs> fine folks um so we could i mean we try it again i guess um but then I guess the, the only thing is when you record from the computer, you can only record it in half an hour segments, I guess, to encourage you to maybe plug in a little plug for anchor <laughs> between mm-hmm. those half hour segments. So let's see. Um, there hasn't. So we last week did our last um, filler episode. Well, I mean, this one maybe a little bit. No, no, no. This is a classic Poe Boys introduction to the new. Oh, it's um, like a prelude. It's a pre. It's a prelude, and it's also. Um, Road to Echo Boys. Yeah. Um, How's it? Echo. Echo. I actually was looking up free synthesizer um, apps. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> when you were when you were um, um, getting ready to set up for the podcast, yep, so. Okay. I have not um, pushed this to somebody else, although I'd be surprised if I did it myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm not the musically talented one um, of of the of the partnership. Mm-hmm. That's that's Josh. Oh, thanks so much. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it is going it's to be in the in the. 13. You know, it's fine. Get rid of the root note, plug in the ninth, you know. 
You leave the root yeah. notes in base. You don't have to handle the root note. The root somebody else is going to take care of the root note. You don't. It's redundant. You know, plug in a different harmony. Plug in that thirteen, which you might you might know that as the six, but when you also have a seventh in play, the six becomes a thirteenth. Obvious. I mean, there are so many great instruments out there. Um, yeah, didgeridoo, I, didgeridoo, triangle, the piccolo. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've done drums yet. That sounds awful. <laughs> you have a drum machine. It might be in the attic. I don't know if I have the patience to dig it out. We have a garage at some point, so I feel like um, you I'll might be that guy bucket. that will have like a drum set in the garage. Um, I really want one, and boy, oh boy, the person I live with wouldn't be, couldn't be less <laughs> excited about me getting a drum set. By the way, don't know how to play drums, so. <laughs> Um, just watch Drumline with Nick Cannon over and over again. There you go. Osmosis. Um, Not a lot of news is probably what you were gearing up to say. Well, there's one. There's like there's some casting um, mm -hmm. announcement for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Um, by the time. So this episode will be our last episode of April. Right. Um, and then we will have gone through um, May the 4th. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Do we want to kind of talk about May the 4th and then our next episode will all just be about the first episode of Bad Batch? Yeah, I mean, the next episode needs to be all Bad Batch. Yeah, because, I mean, we have done a Bad Batch of episodes. Um, yeah, and I look forward to doing that again. <laughs> Yeah, so evergreen. I actually have not been getting a ton of um, social media or advertisements about May the 4th. Because mm -hmm. normally it's like, you know, you'll see some deals. People will be talking about it a little bit. There'll be like what announcements are there going to be um, well, as of this coming record, out. We're still over a week away, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's on a Tuesday. So I don't know, maybe this week they'll start rolling that stuff out. Mm -hmm. I'm really not in the mood to to buy any Star Wars stuff. I gotta say. Yeah, I always just like kind of will myself into buying something. Mm -hmm. I guess, I think last year I bought like a Star Wars tie that I like absolutely oh, hate. Mm -hmm. Um, not that it's like the maker of that's fault or anything, but it's just like right. And you I'm, you wore that tie to our CFO's funeral. I remember. Um. Yes. Rest in peace, Cody. <laughs> you'll never see cody again he so far in the ranks um well it's not nice to speak ill of the dead or laugh at the dead's expense <laughs> that's why i've done neither um but i don't know it's weird i we shouldn't we shouldn't talk about cody um, there's not much to talk about because Cody was so bad at his job as our CFO. Um, cause you know, we should be raking in so much money and yet Cody spent like what all of it on a, a large check to give to us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but that, yeah, that, that was, was of course in his capacity as our accountant. We are now referring to him as the CFO, which is a position he held briefly before his untimely death. So, 
yeah, not not a lot of Star Wars stuff going on. <laughs> Rest in peace to Cody. Well, do you care about this casting? Do you want me to? I yeah, have I have it pulled up. So, um, this woman Maya Erskine um, has been um, announced that she's going to be in it. Although all the articles I'm seeing are from Vulture, Hollywood Reporter. Which, I mean, I'm sure that they're relatively... Um, I mean, there's enough of the articles that typically are correct that I feel comfortable saying... You yeah, know, those are those are reputable sources. It's when you're starting to get stuff from, like, comicbook.com that you gotta be like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. So she is, she's from the show, which is not a Safe Work podcast show. From Pen15 Club, correct? Yes. Yeah, um, I only watched the pilot, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, it's a so pretty she, great premise. It's her and her writing partner, who are adult women, playing middle school versions of themselves. And then the entire rest of the cast is middle schoolers. Oh, that's, that's, that actually sounds hilarious. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> Um, so she's a comedian by, by trade then. Uh, I know her as a comedic actress. I don't, I mean. Okay. So, I mean, it's not, they don't necessarily have to play comedic roles. I mean, mm-hmm. um, what's his face? Um, who we despise. Um, oh my gosh. What are you what? talking about? What is his Stop name? Stop grooving me in with you when you say these things. Um, yeah, that you and I together have collectively kind of shamed. Who was it that you don't like again? I can't even remember. The guy from the prison episode that gets redeemed in the second season of Mandalorian. Oh, Bill Burr? Yeah, Bill Burr. Gotcha. Like, he, I mean, he is a comedian. Um, yeah, he's, he's done. Stand-up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he has done some movies and, like, he was um, in King of Staten Island, was not in a comedic role for that. Um, so it's not like necessarily she has to be in a comedic role like Kamel Najiani, um, who's also in this, who knows if he'll be in a comedic role or not. Um, but I mean, it's cool. I, I, um, enjoy when there is more diversity added into star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. I wish that they would be given more of a prominent role. I mean, this kind of screams like, one episode and she'll be done but i mean it's still also it's still also cool to be included and added into the star wars universe for sure yeah um so anything anything else in the star wars news that you have anything that you've done i'm I'm really not that i can think of i know Last week we talked a lot about comics and you and I kind of gave a little bit of like, here's what I do like in comics. Here's what I don't. And one of the things I mentioned was like having a story worth telling that doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily seem like something that will inevitably be a movie rewriting that same story. And in that same vein, I guess there's a star Wars crossover coming out through Marvel comics, I think called like war of the bounty hunters bounty hunter war or something and it's the story of boba fett getting carbonite on solo to java's palace meanwhile a bunch of the other bounty hunters are like oh this game ain't over yet i could still get him from you and claim the bounty that's a cool premise and i guess all the while rebels also trying to get to 
to Han before he gets to Jabba. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a cool premise. That's not something that screams like this is a giant piece of mythology mm-hmm. um, that will be touched on for years to come. So I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. And they keep cutting back to Luke with his hand staring out a window. Yeah. Over and over again. Taking it off, throwing a ball to it. Um. Yeah, yeah. That's that sounds interesting. It's definitely something that you wouldn't think that would be covered in like a TV show. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's about all I'm tracking. I mean, yeah, I haven't really done any Star Wars thing other than I thought, um, instead of doing the comics, we were going to cover the Cartoon Network Clone Wars, um, oh, Samurai right, Jack right. stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I'm like 40 minutes into that. Oh, uh, okay. I haven't watched yeah. that on, on the Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, I did get, you know, I've already gone through my favorite scene, which oh. is Mace. Um, Getting the, <laughs> um, Well, we don't know. If, we don't. It's never been confirmed if it was lemonade or no, not. It's probably yellow milk. Oh, gross. Yeah. Um, that actually is, you know, Dan Tween gets... Um, referenced like numerous times but i think that's the only show that you ever actually get to see dantooine and like yeah i mean i think on the screen i think they orbit dantooine at least in rebels but i don't know if they land um yeah i bought i bought the kenny tartakovsky clone wars on dvd from like a used dvd store like years and years ago and i was like oh yes i have this this isn't in print anymore it'll be great and i never watched it and now it's on disney plus so i just got these two <laughs> dvds staring me in the face from my bookshelf well are there any interviews or any um i don't know not with dave filoni <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not sure if there's there's bonus stuff or not though i mean disney plus i think does a pretty solid job of uh including bonus features and deleted scenes and stuff with a lot of stuff that they put on um the streaming service so i would be curious to see an interview of you know even big george talking about moving like him hating the job of that show so much well here you go exclusive bridging the saga from clone wars to revenge of the sith featurette including new interviews with george lucas gandy tartakovsky the clone wars production crew also featuring a glimpse of star wars clone wars volume two I wonder if that's on Disney Plus too, or are you just looking at it from the DVD itself? This is the back of the DVD. <laughs> Which is um, the first time I picked a DVD up since I bought it, probably. I mean, those are one of watching those are I I vividly know where I was, and it was like for, back then that was what between episode one and two. What no? Um, or between two and three? Yeah. Okay, um, because it w- it would they would only do like what th- those things would be like maybe seven minutes tops. Yeah, they were they were pretty brief, and they would be at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock on Cartoon Network on Fridays, and um, in between you know, workouts and you know the cool down, I would I would catch that um, for sure. Yeah. Oh, here's something I did see. Speaking of news from less than reputable sites or sites that you know could be true could not i did see somewhere that there's a rumor that star wars detours might be coming to disney plus 
Star Wars Detours is an animated Star Wars like sketch show that Seth uh-huh. Green and some other folks did with George Lucas while George Lucas was still in charge. And they did like a bunch of episodes and there is a trailer out there from years and years ago. And then after the Disney buyout, it, it got kind of shelved, but it's just like little skits set in the, in the star Wars universe. I feel like I remember one or two. I think there's one where like, Oh, like Kenobi's doing stand up and trying to sell like Jedi mind trick the audience, stuff like that, you know, little, little bits but I read somewhere that that might potentially be coming to Disney plus. So that'll be interesting because it's been this, you know, shelved thing, but also because it was made, you know, in like 2010 and I'm sure that there's some comedy they're going to have to get rid of from that, but probably they'll just get rid of it and we'll never see it. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that because, um, after having, have seen, the caravan of courage. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no, there's nothing on everything on the chopping block. If they want it and say the word vintage or like come up with some specific terminology to market Disney plus and star Wars and just like have all the sheep fans. And I'm including us just like mm-hmm. consume that content. They'll a hundred percent do that. Yeah. Because you never know. So on from that. <sighs> well, I mean, take away, Pete. You've been bugging me about this episode for like five months now. Five months. It's been like, oh, my mom says we should do this. And then the next week. Oh, did I tell you my mom said we should do this? And then like, oh, I've got an idea, Pete. Oh, well, my mom also had an idea. She said we should do this. And it's the, finally come around. The prelude to Bad Batch? The... Oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me if we're not doing what I think we're doing. We're talking about Bad Batch. The picking out clone episodes? Oh god, yes. Um, yes. Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm the problem because I don't have a <laughs> mic. Okay. <laughs> episodes. <laughs> don't even freaking worry about it. I have disney plus pulled up we'll just scan through and pick them out at random (laughs) um wow okay i remember they're gonna be like (laughs) one in the same they're like the same it's like a pretty like a lead-in to bad bench oh gosh interesting all right i remember all these episodes that i'm I'm seeing from defenestrate myself defenestrate wow that's Really bring out the, the thesaurus. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can do that. I don't know if the I thought... thesaurus would have any other word for that. Um. Yeah, well, we can do... <laughs> I really thought that we weren't... I thought we were just talking about what we want in Bad Batch. I thought we were doing both. All right, well, here you go. If you want to know a Clone Wars episode to watch for Bad Batch... Um... I would recommend season seven, episode one, the bad batch. Okay. So now on to the next stuff. Um, Josh, why don't you, do you, would you like me to start first? I just finished. No, no, no. So that, that is for, if you want to get ready for bad batch. Yeah. 
yeah. Best clone episodes. Bad Batch. All right. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about best clone episodes right, that aren't Done. that aren't Bad Batch. Mm, okay. Okay. So why don't you start off because you know you're the big clones guy, right? Like what? you like the clones. You're like, ooh, give me more clones. Is that what? a clone? Yes. I like more clones, please. I think you're confusing clones with Cad Bane. Um, okay, well, I just have Disney Plus pulled up here, and I'm just going in order through mm-hmm. the series, right? And obviously, I'm probably anytime we've had any sort of pick your ex Clone Wars episodes, this has come up. But I think a really, if if you were honestly, if you 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 can obviously correct me if if you have a different opinion. I would say if you only watch one episode of of anything to prep yourself for bad batch and for like this idea of the clones actually being characterized like if you're only going off of what you see in the movies of the clones which is quite frankly very little Mm -hmm. um i recommend season one episode five rookies which is all clones it's all d bradley baker voicing like eight different guys and it's mm-hmm. it's a group of clones that you end up following throughout the course of the series on a remote outpost that's supposed to be like a podunk blow off assignment and it ends up being the hotbed for like a major incursion from like very deadly separatist forces and it it does a very good job i mean again like if you're if you're just coming in like i think we take it for granted as like having watched all of Clone Wars, all of Rebels, and like knowing the name D. Bradley Baker, and you know, following Rex and all these guys so long, take it for granted that like if you're only watching the movies, the clones are like little more than cannon fodder. Like I would argue, battle droids get more personality in those movies than the clones do, but rookies pretty immediately can like set you up for like, oh no, they're they look the same, but they they have personalities and, and it, it can set the tone for how the clones have come to be treated and, and the expansion of the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that would, that would be, I would say if you only have, to, if you're only gonna watch one thing to set you up for bad batch, other than the bad batch arc of, of clone wars, I suppose rookies would be, would be my pick. So Josh, I would, I'm going to challenge you. Okay. I dare you. you okay. Miserable little boy. That was just not even remotely called for. All right. Um, it's not even, I mean, it's not appropriate Sunday, um, you know, banter for you to say stuff like that. But um, I'm a professional, so I'll move on. Call so here's my team. challenge to you. Okay. So mine, my next, my, my suggestion um, for Poe heads or Echo heads out there that are, you know, Jones and to get more specific clone content before Bad Batch is to watch the arc, um, the Umbara arc, which is season yeah. four, episode. Yeah. Um, some, and some just all time Clone Wars there. All time Clone Wars and all time Jedi, too, for sure. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. you see, you see some of these characters um, and some of these aliens and the um animated version of these characters you know 
makes your imagination kind of go wild of like uh, Kit Fisto is uh, a perfect example, right? You see Kit Fisto episode three, like, you know, waves his hand at C-3PO to help C-3PO. It's absolutely no big deal. Um, gets absolutely bodied by Palpatine in episode mm-hmm. three, but you're like, that's a cool character, right? Um, and you get to see that character a lot more. Um, and by a lot more, it's like a episode <laughs> <laughs> in Clone Wars, and then a little thing in the um, the pre Clone Wars stuff. Oh, and then he's he's got an arc at the underwater war arc oh yeah yeah so, yeah that's, but that's so true. that's like five episodes <laughs> <laughs> um Windu guy. but that's a separate thing from um for the umbara one is we get mm. to see krell Pong who is krell. is the same alien as dex mm-hmm. which is the diner alien in episode two and we we get to see this amazing like awesome awesome character yeah. um that is a jedi um, kind of like the dream of like, you know, these characters that you see um, visually in the movies and you're like, what would that character look like given a lot more mobility, given yeah. a lot more character depth? Mm-hmm. So that's completely separate. Um, the Umbara arc is um, just all clones. Um, mm-hmm. The whole premise is they're laying siege to this planet Umbara, which is like this dark, foggy like desolate wasteland planet, not wasteland, but like um, not like um, habitable. Um, it's it reminds me a lot of Mimbin in um, mm. um, in it's Solo. Prettier, though it's not as ugly as Mimbin. <laughs> yeah, like for sure. Very dark and like neonish. I don't know. It's I mean, some of the most inspired design work of the series, I would say, is in that arc. Like such a huge part of my enjoyment of that arc, and the story is great. I mean, story performances, but the, yeah, the design work is so inspired. It looks so good. It was kind of like, what would, what would, um, Felucia, which is mm-hmm. the planet where Ala Sakura dies in episode three. Mm-hmm. It's like that meets like just darkness and fog. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the whole premise of that is, um, they're laying siege to this planet. Um, they're just getting ready to start. Anakin and Obi Wan, uh, or I think it's just Anakin. I don't know where. No, Obi Wan is in it. He's just kind of in the in the outskirts of the arc. But yeah. um, he's laying siege, and he gets called back for some reason that we're not um, aware of. I don't even know if we end up being aware of it episodes later. Yeah, and Palpatine just calls him back. I don't, I don't remember the reason provided. So he's given a um, there's like a backup Jedi given to him. Yeah, like, he, has a, he has a substitute. The five hundred first gets a substitute teacher. Yeah, and um, They too. they kind of get folded into a different unit, mm-hmm. uh, and that unit is um, with Jedi Master Krell, who is the same species as um, Dex, and then it just follows them. It it also has a lot of um, um, nods to like vietnam i would i would imagine um of just like people are just like dying left and right so they're like not in an they're in an area where they are not the locals so Mm -hmm. they at multiple times are getting ambushed they're being put into situations where their training is being put to the test and then 
secondarily, not to like spoil anything, um, because you should definitely catch this arc. Um, but they are put in positions intentionally um, to just be absolutely wiped out. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think it's spoiling too much to say that the gist of the the arc is how different Jedi treat clones and look at clones. And you know, whereas Anakin has seen all of Clone Wars and Rebels and knows that clones are people, Krell has only seen like select clips of Attack of the Clones where they're getting mowed down, and it's just like, oh, these are just CGI guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, great arc. Um, and the reason I asked, I was challenging you for that is, if you, if that's the only thing you watch is that arc it doesn't really bring the characters out as much because they're characters that like you all know, you know, those characters, you know, you've seen Cody a bunch, you've seen Rex a bunch. Um, is that, is that the episode where Echo dies? Kill me, Pete. Spoilers. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Okay. I don't know. That, um, I don't think any of those guys are in this episode. Okay. Um, Okay, so um, Josh, I did the um, Umbara arc. You did Ambush. Um, what's your next one? Not Ambush, Rookies. No big deal. Ambush is the first episode. Right, 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 right. I did Rookies. Uh, well, yeah, and while you were talking, I'm also, you know, I'm just breezing through the, the seasons here on, on Disney+, Plus, refreshing my memory, and I think I have cobbled together some view of, of a, a, a nice little menu here, you know, if you're not trying to watch every episode of the Clone Wars. But my second pick here would be the season two episode, The Deserter. And oh, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Rex uh, crashes in battle and is like behind enemy lines. And he gets taken in by a farmer who turns out to be a clone that is AWOL and has a family. Um, very good episode. Very, very good episode. Again, kind of gives the clones more nuance, treats them as people asks what does it mean to be bred for war um so so pretty compelling stuff there and then you know i was looking through trying to be like well if i only had to pick one a season but i you know in the interest of kind of bare bonesing it and just kind of getting some clones vibes without like needing to dive into the mythology of the whole series i would argue hit rookies you hit deserter there's two episodes in the beginning of season three that bookend rookies. One takes place before, one takes place after episodes one mm-hmm. and two season three. I would argue you don't need them. I mean, they're good. <laughs> they're good. They're good. Mm-hmm. I like those episodes. I do like those episodes. But I'm talking about like, this is somebody who's like, oh, it's so like really bare bones in it, right? Keeping it com- com- compelling. You know, you hit deserter, skip those ones in season three because we're keeping it, you know, cream of the crop and go over here to season four with this umbara arc Pete was talking about because that's a must watch honestly just skip all of season five because we're talking (laughs) clones here we're not talking all-time best episodes of the series we're just talking like let me get in in the clone vibe head on over to season six you hit this pretty major arc these first four episodes of season six where on the battlefield one clone somehow accidentally has order 66 triggered early and they go in and, and kind of um, investigate what's going on there. And it's a very, like, conspiracy investigative kind of vibe. And then, you know, you hit Bad Batch in, in Season 7, if you want. And that's like, well, 
it's 10 episodes, I think, if you just watch, you know, the not bad batch. And then, you know, it's 14 if you throw those bad batch episodes in there. You can knock that out pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, that's that's less than 10 episodes. Well, no, two of those arcs are four episodes. Um, and then okay. the season one episode and the season two episode. And then if you want to watch Bad Batch, it's 14. But not to step on your toes, though. Did you, you know, there's other episodes you want to talk about. But I just, I was, I was pretty happy with that menu. I think I think it's good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing the thing I was going to suggest is um, if you want to add on to that, mm-hmm. um, because those are clone centric episodes, but there are mm-hmm. also a bunch of episodes where the guy, the clones. I don't know why I said the guys, um, the clones the uh, feature Rex feature and feature and you kind of get to see different aspects of the support that they bring and then the Jedi's interaction with them. So like I, I said ambush um, when, you know, we were talking about rookies um, in season one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in, in season one. And the reason for that is so um, ambush is the first episode um, that's in clone wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a hundred percent on the timing of it. I think that the, the movie is after it, right? Or before it? Uh, F. Great question. I'm not, that's not an episode with a lot of indicators. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's after the movie. It's after the yeah. movie. Yeah, so the premise of it is Yoda is seeking to um, have a meeting with Toydaria, which is... Um, Watto. Watto, um, King Katunko, <laughs> King Katunko. Uh, he is he is genuinely King Watto. King Katunko is one of the litmus tests because Clone Wars in its first three seasons is all out of order, and mm-hmm. the presence of King Katunko is one of the cues you can take for where you are in the series based on what he's doing or who he's talking to and stuff, or what other people are saying about him. So uh, low key big deal in Clone Wars. Um, yeah, for sure. So the the whole premise of it is he Yoda is like supposed to meet with him, see if there's gonna be an alliance, and then um, Asajj, um, pretty good Asajj arc, um, gets in the way, and then there's like a contest basically droids versus yoda and a few clones and who's gonna win that mm-hmm. and it just shows um yoda kind of he had he has like three or four clones the clones at various points are like just leave us to die he's like eh, i let's we don't need to necessarily I'll do, do that, that in a few years you'll thank me later for not doing this now <laughs> and it just you know it's a few clones i don't even know if I remember any of their names or if any of their names end up mattering um, because they're Yoda's. We see Obi-Wan and mainly Anakin's um, group throughout the series, but um, it shows the clones in different aspects. Um, It's, you know, Yoda and clones versus droids. So it's definitely an episode that I would recommend if you're Jonesing for getting more clones, um, but not a clone centric episode mm-hmm. yeah and then i would add coming down here from left field being a real maverick thinking outside the box regular champ if you're not 
overly concerned with hopping around and having certain parts of status quos spoiled for you or you know uh there's three episodes of rebels i would recommend oh okay there's two the third and fourth episode of season two of rebels um introduce us to some clones who have somehow um uh, well i guess i mean they're just it's post or 66 and there's some clones living in isolation after order 66 that our, our heroes go to to visit um and it's you know they there's a portion where you know they get pitted against the empire a little bit you get a little bit of insight into what the empire thinks of the clones what they did with the clones how they end up the lost commanders and relics of the old republic are the names of those episodes um they're great. They're some of my some of my favorite Rebels episodes. There's some really cool animation and some really cool designs in there. And then on top of that, I would add, though it's not necessarily one of my favorite episodes of of Rebels, and it does have, I don't know, there's some moments that I kind of roll my eyes at. But the last battle, which is season three, episode six. Uh huh. Um. You get you get the relic, uh, some old clones coming up against some old battle droids who are like in isolation and don't realize the Clone War ended. And that's a pretty that's a pretty interesting one. There's some cool um, fan moments in there as well. Um, well, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. So this is actually my last suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure Josh, you have like four or five more than I do. Um, well, I mean, if we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, yeah. Um, so my my last suggestion, and this is you want clones esque, so like, um, just kind of you know you've already got these characters, you know, you know your Bad Batch, you know your Rex, you know your Cody, um, the arc where. Um, oh my gosh, what is his name? I'm just great at the Star Wars thing today. Good start. Um, well, the first episode is um, season three, episode eighteen, the Citadel, which is where Tarkin and um, even Peel are kidnapped. They have right. Um, one half of them has um information on like hyperspace routes, hyperspace lanes, and they both ha- have half of the information. Right. So they need to go into this separatist prison, which was designed to be a Jedi prison um, to rescue even peel. Who's like the, he looks like he sure, was the concept art for a Yoda that they just wanted to throw in mm-hmm. is kind of like the look that even peel is. Um, they give him a Russian voice. Yeah. Um, so take that as you will. Um, and the episode is Anakin and Obi-Wan Ahsoka like sneaks in and it's them and Rex and Cody and some clones, um, break and then are Rex and Cody and Rex is definitely in it. I think they both are. I think Mm -hmm. so. Um, so them and some arc troopers breaking them out. And basically you get to see um, it's a good episode to see the cooperation between Jedi and clones. You, you also see 
you know, the sacrifices that clones make at various times and the lack of emotion that the Jedi have at various times for the, um, all the clones, because there's a ton of them. And then it's ends up being like four or five at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, no, it's by no means an episode that like is about an individual clone. Um, but it kind of shows the cooperation that the two entities had as they were carrying out various missions. Yeah. So those are some wrecks. Um, get it? Wrecks. Like the like the clone, but also like short for recommendation. So that's 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 clones past. And then let's uh, let's talk a little bit about clones future and what we're hoping for out of this show. I they still haven't given us an episode count, but apparently Kevin Kiner, who I'm thrilled, is coming back. He's the guy who composed for Clone Wars and for Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, just I mean, particularly this last season, Clone Wars really knocked it out of the park. Um, so thrilled that he's back. And I think he posted something on social media or something that implied that there were at least like 14 episodes or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but also with the development timeline of animation, you know, who knows? Maybe he's a little into season two or something. But um, so I don't know. Usually we just kind of talk about what we're hoping for and what we're not hoping for. Stuff like that. Um, I, I think... For me, I mean, I'm 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 pumped for the group Bad Batch. I enjoyed those episodes well enough. I particularly enjoyed how on the nose all the characters were. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll get some development there. I, as much as I kind of am, roll my eyes every time we're like, oh, we're going back to the rise of the Empire. Like that well, it's so dry. But the idea of it being like a direct follow up to Clone Wars, like very much immediately after the empire takes over is, is pretty compelling to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm down to spend some time in that transition phase as much as they keep telling us that that's where we're spending time. Like they said, that's what, you know, like fallen order and stuff like that is. But I think there's, I think there's potential there. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you, what you got? I think I was just thinking while we were talking about like stuff that I think would be cool to see. I love the inquisitors. The Darth Vader comic by Charles Soule goes into the Inquisitors a little bit, but the Inquisitors still make no freaking sense. Like, remember when Rebels came out and they were like, oh, second sister, fifth brother. Oh, how many are there? Oh, we'll tell you. Maybe you'll find out. And they never tell you. They never explain any of that. And like the Charles Soule comic, it really doesn't do much to explain that either. I have no idea. Um, so I, I think it'd be cool to, to have the Inquisitors pop up, particularly that one from Fallen Order. I like her a lot think that would be some cool uh synergy and obviously be great if cad bane showed up but now i'm starting to think maybe cad bane will show up in the the boba diaries you know it would make more sense to me i don't think they're gonna do this but it would make more sense to me if an inquisitor is like the end of the season boss mm-hmm. yeah as opposed to what it's actually gonna be which is vader destroying all of them <laughs> um because that's their answer to everything. And then people just absolutely love it. I'm not saying I don't, you know, mm-hmm. Vader at the end of Rogue One, Vader at the start of like season two of Rebels, um, Vader and Fallen Order. It, mm-hmm. it, that's just that's just their go to. Um, so Vader's yeah. definitely. Uh, whatever's going to happen. 
Um, but that would be cool for that for that to occur, um, for us right. to get more of the Inquisitors. Well, and you also it's... have to think, I mean, you talk about Vader being an inevitable, and that's potentially true, but you got to think about who's on the board at this point and the kind of fringe that it seems like Bad Batch might be operating out of. I mean, Maul is still out there, and this would be the time where he's establishing his criminal empire. Uh, Black Sun? Yeah. No, um, yeah, yeah, he would be... Me. <laughs> He would still have Black Sun at this point, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crimson, well, and Crimson Dawn, like that's got to get made at some point. Mm-hmm. And you know, Book of Boba Fett and all these Disney Plus shows is too late. So, um... I mean, I am. Um, there's there's a couple things that are kind of op- up in the air. Uh, when are they going to get betrayed? It seems like it's going to be relatively early. I got to think the pilot, yeah. Yeah. Well, the pilot's 70 minutes. Right. So, when are they going to get, get betrayed? And then we know Saw Gerrera is in it. We know right. mm-hmm. that they're going to the slaver planet. Um, from, oh, yeah, with the tiger people. Mm-hmm, with the, the tiger, tiger people. Planet. <laughs> um, I laugh more, but they're all slavers, so it's like kind of dark. And then we know that they run into Fennec Shand. Right. 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 So like part of the show is going to explain Fennec's background more. And Fennec is going to be featured prominently in the book of Boba, I would mm-hmm. presume. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have that goal of that. And, and then the young Boba would be around at this point as well. So I guess there's yeah for that. It's, and it's... then they, mm-hmm. I just I feel so strange because I remember you know, like when Clone Wars first aired, it was like yeah Rex Ahsoka fine they're here great whatever that's Clone Wars and then as soon as like Rebels or Clone was once Clone Wars is over any other show that comes out then it's like maybe we'll see Ahsoka maybe we'll see Rex you know and so now we're getting around to this new show and it's like yeah 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 original show original characters whatever maybe we'll see these characters we already know and I always feel kind of bad because. It's like I feel like my inclination is to wish for this new thing rather than to establish its own identity to visit these cool things that I like. Just like show it. Just show me this thing I've already seen. Like show me this person. Mm-hmm. Um But I'm sure you know, I'm sure it'll flesh out its own dynamic as well and, and be its own unique and exciting thing. Well it's also when you were talking about that, right? Of um this show kind of linking to characters that we already know um i'm curious how much of this is going to be a prelude to the diego luna show yeah i don't know because it's i mean if it's right after um revenge of the sith then Mm -hmm. i mean that's you know there's some there's some time that's got to pass between that and uh you know the diego show which is its official title um, than Andor. I mean, we don't know when Andor takes place, but it can't. Uh, presumably, it's not that long before Rogue One, so it's you know. But you could still also have like um, Kid um, Cassian, you know, because boy, do I hope we don't though. <laughs> um, and Kid Cassian be- becomes friends with Clone um, Clone Kid. Yeah, yeah, and then they become friends with Kid Han Solo. And then it turns out Han Solo's dad is, you know, Yaddle or something. Yeah, it's all connected. 
Yeah, we're really connecting the dots left and right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited for the potential of it being kind of an A-team-ish type vibe. Mm-hmm. Where they, you know, have a new weirdo mission every week. I'll be, you know, I'll be curious where it falls in terms of, like, more of an anthology show like Clone Wars. Where it's, like, popping around the galaxy and you see new people and stuff week to week. Versus, like, a Rebels or a resistance, which was very much like week to week. And a lot of times, same character, same setting. Yeah. They're definitely going to jump around planets for sure. Um, and I prefer and that with the shows. I, I like it a lot too. Um, things I don't want to see, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have been speculating about. Size um, noodles. Them running into some Jedi that we know, and then, you know, their fate. Um, so like, you know, people I've seen on social media a little bit, people are like, I want to see shock T and I'm like, I don't want to see shock T <laughs> like, just like they're dead. You know, you can, well, and, but hear me out. Cause as we're talking about, I was thinking about it. I was like, all right, who's around, who's on the table at this point in the game. And it makes me think, you know, and this is a perfect example of something that's already in canon. We already have this story in the new continuity, but it's like, oh, all of a sudden there's an opportunity to potentially revisit this type of story. But you got, you know, big old question marks in terms of shows. I get it. There's a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a book. Look, there's an Ahsoka book too. And then there was Clone Wars Season 7. Um, Quinlan Voss and Asaz Ventress, as far as shows go, as far as seeing it goes, are still pretty big question marks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. There's a book. Yeah, yeah. But can't help but wonder if they would take this opportunity to. I mean, I just feel like we were shortchanged with Quinlan Boss. We only got him in one episode of Clone Wars. He kind of popped in and out. The B story in that episode was sort of annoying. So, or, or um, one that I think is has a lot more weight to it. Um, just because of the amount of time that's been put into this character by Dave is Barris, Barris mm-hmm. Afi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people speculated and were kind of disappointed when or thought she was going to be an Inquisitor. Um, right. And that is that is a person that you know goes toe to toe with Anakin. Yeah. Um, and you know convinces a bunch of people is like. Highly trained, you know, relatively powerful. Um, I can understand why she was not included in Rebels because Kanan and Ezra are kind of the worst. Um, yeah, they they're probably not, get clowned to death. Yeah, they're they're um, they're definitely the D list of Jedi at various points. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see if she's included because she is brought in to prison for different reasons is she i wouldn't i would say she probably what are you doing get getting salami out of the fridge oh my god (laughs) go ahead go ahead you have a mute button okay no, all right. Anyway, this is so great. Keep talking, lady. And you're gonna give me new pronouns, which I did not ask for. Okay. One talking to you, talking to my dog. Okay. So um now I'm a dog. That's great. 
this is podcasting. Like, oh, you got this salami for me? Like, yeah, right. I got this salami for you. Get out of here. Go ahead. I'm so glad this is your week. Anyway. It's not because I did two weeks in a row. So you're still on that. Uh, <laughs> this is a great end to the episode. Yeah. What was I saying? Barris Offy. Yeah. I. She. There's more story for to be told. Um, she's a character that has a lot more um, depth to her than a typical villain would. Um, she was taking a different route to solve a problem. Is she somebody that would be on board with the empire? I don't think so. Barris um, Ani. She would, I don't think she'd be Barris Ani with the, with the empire. She'd be on board. Barris Ani. But yeah, I, I, I don't anticipate there being Jedi included into this. Um, that's just me. Oh, I would be I, I would be shocked if there weren't some hunting down Jedi something or because even like you would think if Bad Batch, if the Empire were trying to really use Bad Batch, that would be just the sort of thing they try and get him to do is take out rogue Jedi. I also think it'd be cool to see some of these purge troopers that were in Fallen Order. I want some more purge troopers. Those were tight. Well, in the trailer, you see that they are dressed in black um, stormtrooper garb. Oh, yeah. yeah, they are. Um, they're moving through some em- empire facility. Maybe it's a ship or something, um, and they're dressed in black. So you you might get that. I would say of the like, are we going to get Jedi Vader or Inquisitors? Inquisitor makes the most sense. Some mm-hmm. Inquisitor. It doesn't have to be, you know, one that we necessarily know. Um, because like you could get your a boy lot Jason of... Isaacs back. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Jason Isaacs would be would be a welcome addition. Um, because a lot of the Inquisitors would be like younglings or teenagers with the time jump. Yeah, I think I don't know. They don't do a great job of uh, the timeline for the Inquisitors. Real. Um, let's see. What do we hope the kid is? Not a Force user. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, will there be like little Yanni thrown into this? I hope not. Oh yeah. I feel like I read somewhere somebody having some fan theory about Bad Batch being the ones to save Grogu from the temple. I think this doesn't make any sense. I wouldn't know. But, yeah. Um, that would definitely be something popular for sure. Exactly. Then, like if there's one way that they're trying to be like, all right, let's get eyeballs on this thing. All I gotta do is put baby out on it. Right. Like, oh, it's Grogu and Shakti. <laughs> Shakti's the one, and then Shakti gets a you know monumental last stand as like Bad Batch takes Grogu. And then at the end of Bad Batch, it's like Grogu and this little kid. And then you know that the little kid ends up dying because Grogu gets lost, blah, 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 blah. No, no. <laughs> um, I'm sure that would be something that they could do with this. Um, I don't really have an end goal for what, that, what, I, what I want the show to be, um, which is yeah, nice. Either. I'm not creative enough to think of anything. I didn't take any notes. Um. It, it would not surprise me if... I mean, we already know it's filling in two gaps. 
one which I'm like okay with the other one which I wish they would stop which is explaining more about Saw Gerrera. I it's not a character that- um, um, which it, I'm okay with more of her backstory. I'm still trying to figure out what happened to General Gaston. Gaston? Yeah, the little slug guy from that droid arc in Clone Wars. That, that, so much. that sounds like a comic um, one. So, so Josh, is that your last your last take on Bad Batch before we close up the episode? Honestly, before we started the episode, I didn't even know if I had one take. So, yeah, actually, I'm about done. Okay. Well, um, we will have the first episode of Echo Boys. Um, hey, baby. Which is going to be next week. Um, and we will, I guess we will talk a little bit about May the 4th because we're going to probably record that night, maybe the next yeah. day. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a little bit of pre-banter before we get into it but i anticipate us you know we're gonna do some deep dives this is stuff that we have cared about a lot more and have spent a lot more in this kind of part of the star wars universe mm-hmm. so um, and if you're looking to be- pregame you can always go back and listen to our tano boys episodes covering that bad batch arc the first four episodes of season seven of clone wars and get our expert analysis on those I don't think we were very kind about those episodes. So let's. I think that's true. I would. I'd I mean, rather you not listen. You, I have no doubt, were cruel as anything. I think I liked them okay. Mm, I think you were lukewarm and distant. Or no, that's just you in general. That's just my vibe. All right. That's so, poboyspodcast at gmail.com. At poboyspodcast um, is our Instagram played. and Twitter. And we will see you next week. I mean, I'm not going to hang up. Do we get any emails this week?